Good morning, podcasters. May God bless you wherever you are. You're joining Simon and myself, hashtag Christian Straight Talk, as we gather across the mics this morning as we record this podcast as it pushes out across this earth. May God bless you and strengthen you. You know, as we always say, this is a great day because God is with us. And wherever you are, whether you're on the social network of Twitter or whether you're capturing this a week down the line or you're on YouTube with us, God bless every one of you. Never give up. Simon, we're back. It's great to be back, Ben. Yes, uh, across the mics, it's great. Ben, you're right, Ben. You know, never give up. And um, really, when we started this Christian, hashtag Christian Straight Talk, we're we're all about encouragement, mate, ain't we? 100%. All the way through. We want to be encouraging anyone who's out there who's listening to this. You know, it's troubled times in the world, isn't it, Ben? Yeah. Uh, You know, I was talking to... um, I'll tell you who I met uh, this morning. I met... um, <laughs> I'm going to say little Richard, but you know Richard, oh, yeah, the, yeah, 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 the yeah. carpenter. Oh, Richard, Richard, Richard the carpenter. Car- make Richard the carpenter, you know, and uh, and you know he's a believer, isn't he? And oh, uh, he definitely, yeah. And um, yeah. he's got a big smile on his face, and he said, "Oh, you know, Simon, I really need the Lord right now because it's it's then times, isn't it? It's then times. Yeah, um, we see. Said we got to the stage where we, where. I don't believe anything that I see on the on the on the news or reading the paper. You know, I just believe in in Jesus. And wow! He's got a big smile on his face and he's Shining. got his cup in his hand. And he's, I believe in Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that lovely to hear that there are people out there that go, "I just believe in Jesus." And that's all he ever ta- asked us to believe, and just believe, Ben. So yeah. we're all about encouragement. We're all about really wherever you are. We want to encourage you. And Ben's right. You know. Never give up. You've got, you've got the greatest motivational tool behind you the world's ever seen. You've got, you've got Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. So really, never, no, never give up. Never give up. There's always a way forward. And and Simon said, as we, you know, just pushing out and just uh, dipping our toe into other things, as we just trying to hear loud and clear what God is leading us to do. You know, as as men as uh, fathers and whoever we are, you know. And uh, do you know another thing, Simon? You said something the other week I think is important. That someone said to me yesterday, coming off the back end of a conversation we had, what type of leader are you? And I didn't answer it in the way that I would have answered before. Do you know what I said? I'm just a servant. I just serve. Because that's all I can do. Because if I say I'm a pastor, I'm a reverend, I'm this, I'm that, I'm a hospice chaplain, I'm... I'm A, B, C, and D, I think we limit ourselves. Oh, yeah, no, you're exactly right. I'm we a do servant. Lim- well, we put ourselves in a box, don't we? We do. We put ourselves in a and, box. And we are. We're a servant of, of the Lord. We're a, a, a civilian of the kingdom. Oh, my uh, gosh. And uh, we, just want our, we just want to follow Jesus and, and hopefully advance the kingdom in some yeah. small way or make, and make the world a better place or wherever... In your environment, in your and just, environment. And just in like Richard field, said, you know. and you said, I, I follow Jesus. I'm not, yeah, you might label me with a f- certain few things in, in, in church, but actually I'm a slave to righteousness. I'm a sinner saved by grace. I'm washed in the blood of Jesus. We serve a God of hope, no, the God of Israel. There's yeah. hope, isn't there? Because yeah. God is hope. God is hope. I mean... You like a few designer labels as well. Oh, better, I love you? it. Of course I do. But that's my weakness. And Jesus loves me in my weakness. He but loves you me. Know, I'm only joking. But getting back Mate. to, like, um, you know, Richard, he, you know, he's a, he's out there. He's he's on the tools. 
and he's just his his face was just beaming, beaming. this morning. Do you know? I just want to follow Jesus. Yeah, that is the biggest, powerfulest wording anyone could ever say in it. I'm just following Jesus. Well, you're not yeah. just following Jesus. I said to him, I said to him, are you, uh, you going to see Ben this morning? He said, uh, no, he said, but uh, tell him, you know, if he's got that few quid, he owes me to, you know. <laughs> just by the way, I don't owe him anything. He's up to date with everything. It's all right. Don't, don't take that note. He's, he's up to date with Richard. He's up to date yeah, with Richard. Yeah, 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 I've yeah. given him four IOUs. <laughs> I'm up to date with the IO, IOUs. <laughs> you know, do you know what? This is what I love, you know, about, about raw talking. Raw speaking, not in church language, not in a in a puffed up language where you're trying to be politically correct because we can't be. And when we were talking about leaders, it's interesting, isn't it? The leaders of this nation at this moment, where actually are they? It's in, it's the same. <laughs> Got to be careful. Um, it's like um, I suppose Elon Musk is watching us in the front room this morning because now he owns Twitter, so we're in his front room. Good morning, yeah. Elon. But, but I think. More importantly, and we've said it all the way, where are the church leaders? Where are the church leaders? We know where the world leaders are. They're hugging a tree or they're they're doing something like that. But where are the spiritual? I think what we need is Old Testament leaders, Joshua's and Caleb's, that go, do you know what? We're going to rise above the parapet of all this. and, And we know that there is a bad report, but our God is able. We can do this because our God has already promised do you know what, Ben? You're exactly right, and and that wouldn't that be refreshing if we had that? I mean, I I've been led to uh, to watch uh, quite a lot of Billy Graham's um, what a preacher sermons uh, or talks, if you like, um, when he's when he's doing these crusades wherever he is, and back in then, I mean, we're talking about the 1980s, really, when yeah. I was watching him, and he, he was he was uh, on the, on the uh, on the podium a long time before that as well, but. He was saying, where are, the ch- where are the church leaders? He was saying that then. Where are the church leaders? And, and, and we said something this morning, Ben, in the, in the preamble to this, is that the message is just simple. It's so simple. It's so, yeah, yeah. But it's so powerful. Yeah. It is, it is simple, but it's powerful. And sometimes you can get lost in the, the simpleness of it that you try and create something over and around it to make it, more real because the simple side of it because jesus just said didn't he just believe hang on a minute lord if jesus said just believe but the church has put all this strapped all this stuff around it when actually if you take all the if you unpack it and peel it like an onion go right away back yeah it comes back to just believe well that's what religion's about isn't it Mm. so religion is about control and manipulation whereas jesus is just about a relationship Relationship. freedom and forgiveness really yeah acceptance and acceptance and then with the ten commandments that we're looking at if i follow them ten commandments and as we've been just skimming over it we thought that we was going to crack it all out in in, in one <laughs> it and uh but when you <laughs> but when you look at it and you realize even over these period of time we're doing you could cut, go backwards and forwards if i as a believer just believe and follow them ten commandments and then if that is mirrored by every other believer, the world will look be so different, as in the church. Do you know what? Um, you you are right, um, as you normally are. And um, but, <laughs> Jesus, but is. what you said there, Ben, is that 
the Ten Commandments are a mirror. They're a mirror to ourselves, but they're also a mirror to other people. So if people look at us mm. and, and see that, that we are, yes, you know, for listen, uh, in the flesh no one can keep these Ten you, Commandments. No, you, you see, can't. It's absolutely impossible. And the Bible yeah. tells us, and we've said it before in Scripture, that we, we, we break one, we break them all. You know, so Done. there ain't no one, there's only no. one person that has ever walked the earth who's kept all of these. That's right, yeah. There's only you know, one, isn't it? It ain't you or me, is it? it no, no, no. That's no, for no. sure, because we, we, we stumble and fall on a daily basis. So so going through them, Ben, I mean, last week we, we hit a, a big one, which was the Sabbath day and, and talking about resting. If, mm. if you did, if you haven't listened to that one, it's a great Listen, uh, the, the old uh, that podcast. It's a great listen because we're talking about God wants us to put a certain time away, uh, aside, a week to to rest and and um, resting and become holy. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really important, isn't it, that we um, become holy. And the only way I can become holy is to follow the Ten Commandments. What I'm what I'm finding more and more fascinating is there is so much out there on man's manuals of how to do it when actually if it was just literally every every preacher preach and every church just taught lit just just the ten commandments would all have the same manual but if you look at ministry there are so many ministries delivering different manuals uh, t- yeah because they, they all want to um have their own piece of the cake, don't they? They all yeah, want to yeah, yeah, um, yeah. come up with this new revelation. Well, there's, you know, the Bible tells us there's nothing new under the sun. So, um, yeah, the ten, ten Commandments, everything's wrapped up in there. You know, everything's as, as wrapped we've, up. As we've said, Jesus, uh, he just hit them Bang. dead. You know, it's yeah. the, the the most important commandment: love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your strength, with all your mind. And mm. the second one is love your neighbour as yourself. So the Ten Commandments are wrapped up in those. Because yeah. the first four are Love the Lord your God. Now we're coming on to the next six, which is all about loving your neighbour as yourself. Goodness, but yeah. within that, we've got sin, salvation, repentance. We've got all of that stuff wrapped up in this. And and so we're in Exodus 20, verse 12 today, Ben. And do you want to read us out what that says? <laughs> oh, Have you got that up there? What? Oh, got it. Honour your father and mother so that... Uh, Sorry, let's start again. Verse 12 says, Honour honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. There is a lot in that one alone. <laughs> Goodness, this is bringing... This is, a, this is deep. It says, Honour your father and mother. Well, the, the scripture says, doesn't it, in the last days, children will rise up against parents. Children will rise up against parents. Yeah, now, I looked up that word, honour, and it's you know high respect, high regard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't have doesn't mean you have to agree with your parents, no. or but you've got to you have to honour them. And and this is a difficult. This is going to be a real difficult one for a lot of. I mean, I controlling people. I do a lot of uh, stuff with with men, a lot of do a lot of work with with guys. You know, Christian guys and. This is a big one. The, the biggest struggle is with their yeah. earthly fathers, their relationships. So to honour some of these fellas, for them to honour their mm. fathers, it has, they, they, they have to come from a long way. Yeah. Because first they've got to forgive them. So there's for, a lot wrapped up. For historical up in, stuff. Yeah. You know? So for honour to happen, it starts with me. So the, I have to forgive 
lay it down at the cross, you know, because to honour someone, and th- th- there's a difference between worshipping. Uh, that's, that's a great point. Th- that's th- a th- great point. Now, then we have to be really careful, don't we? Honouring is being respectful, biblical, because God makes this very clear. He doesn't use the word worship. He says honour. So it's respect your elders, because that's the biblical church, you know, the eldership, the way the system, and that that throws in the arena again about having youth pastors, you know, so that it brings up so much stuff. So when it when the Bible says honour your, your mum and your dad, um, it means to be respectful to what they are saying. But there is an issue in certain areas, but... It's such a Simon. This is an enormous subject, it's, and it's difficult it, it's to get your, very hard your to lips with, around it. Yeah, and and <sighs> it starts with me first. Very interesting, you know, because we've done some stuff with with guys where we dig a bit deeper into their relationship, maybe, mm. and why well, it just hit one guy completely, and and we, you know, this is just crazy. He just hit him, knocked him out on the floor, knocked him completely yeah. for six because he realised. He said, I haven't got a problem with my father. If I, you know, I look up to my father. And then all of a sudden he realised just what you said. He was putting his father yeah. before God. Exactly. He was worshipping his yeah. father. And he suddenly realised that and thought, whoa, you know. So he was broken. Yeah. First commandment. He's broken the first but, one. But keeping the, the fourth commandment. So know, look what Jesus says as well in the New Testament. He says, come and follow me. Drop your nets. Come and follow me. Leave your family, drop it. So that, so it has to be Jesus first. Yeah. There's no idols, as we've we've done the first one. So to honour your mum and your dad is biblical, but not to worship. Not to worship, but but forgiveness has to come in before uh, I can. Let me let's hit a few scriptures. Go on, uh, Ben. You know, so if you so further on from Exodus, if you look at uh, Leviticus. Chapter 20, verse 9. It says, For everyone who curses his father or mother shall surely be put to death. He has cursed his father or his mother. His blood shall be upon him. Wow. You know, (laughs) mate, where'd you go from that? Um, Actually, so being a Christian, (laughs) you're stumped on every level, aren't you? Every level. So without... Proverbs 20, 20 says, Whoever curses his father or his mother, his lamp will be put out in deep darkness. Whoa! Um, like you've just and look, if Ephesians, Ephesians <laughs> six. This is a this is a real tricky discussion it is, because yeah. it's, it's Ephesians six one to three says, "Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it will may be well with you and you may live long on the earth." He, he he's repeating it, yeah. or is repeating. What? what the commandment says. He's repeating he? it. So this is very interesting to look at religion and the church. Now we can see why we've got so much trouble. Obviously, we're living in the end times, but when you look at uh, children will rise up against parents, but I actually wonder if the church had preached the Ten Commandments solidly, 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 then you would understand, and then there will be a different attitude in the children. But because Christianity has been taken out of education, there's a free-for-all, and you've got the gender issue. So 
No one can touch the children because of ethics and policies and red tape and bureaucracy, and they have a right. So that absolutely puts the hammer on the word of God, doesn't it? The thing, yes, yeah, he's taken uh, out the equation, um, but uh, it's you got an interesting point there because if you if if the if the church had been preaching. Mm. The Ten Commandments. Yeah, you see, where would we actually sit? What happens? What happens is n- normally in church, everybody's trying to live yeah. and say they're blessed and highly favoured, and everything's yeah, yeah. going all right. But if the church had actually dug a bit deeper and examined relationships That's within right. families, hey, there, there ain't, there's, there, it doesn't do that. It doesn't do that. Uh, and preaching this one. Honour your father and mother, and going into a bit deeper, we very quickly you'd find people would be a bringing stuff, historical stuff out. But if it was dealt with the right way, they'd get freedom from it, wouldn't they? He would, yeah. So the Ten Commandments, the the whole ten, are critical to a believer because it tells me not to have idols. It tells me not to worship foreign gods. It tells me about respect. And also within that scripture that Simon has read out, it tells me that I have to honour not worship, and I have to listen to what my parents say. and But then it then it opens up another door, doesn't it? Well, someone might go, well, my parents were narcissists. That's a different area altogether. Well, come on to that in a, in a second because, you know, it that's is... That's bullying. It, that's a different yeah, layer. There, there's there, it Come on now to how we deal with that. But, you know, this scripture, this scripture's about fathers and mothers all the way through. Look what Jesus said. He said to the Sadducees and Pharisees who were trying to call on him again, but he had them, you know, in the palm of his hand. He said, why do you also transgress the commandment of God because of your tradition? There you go. For God commanded, saying, honour your father and your mother, and he who curses the father and mother, let him be put to death. <laughs> you know, so... so Anyone it's, who says, "Oh, forget about the Old Testament," they, that, that doesn't that doesn't count. The Ten Commandments don't count. It'll be Jesus. Jesus is using it. Jesus yeah. is using it, and Jesus is respectful to his mum Mary. Now, if you was to go to the New Testament and look about where Christ done the miracle of the wine, that was his first miracle. His mum was at a wedding feast. Jesus and the disciples were invited, and they went to the wedding feast. And he actually, and his mum said that. Jesus, they've run. They've run out of wine. There's water over there. Can we? Can we do this? We all know. We all know what happens. But he actually says something that's quite interesting. He said, "He says, Mum, why are you bringing me into this?" And what happens is you see Jesus coming under the authority of his mum, even though he is the king, because he does what his mum says. Jesus, can you sort this out? So Jesus, through his life, knows the authority of being under his parents. It's honouring. He's honouring. And and you know he goes on to say in that scripture he's talking to the the religious leaders of the day he says but you say whoever says to his father or mother whatever profit you might have received from me is a <laughs> gift from God then he need not honour his father or mother so it, he's saying that um, that they need not if if they because they they've sort yeah. of di- yeah. digressed that yeah. particular commandment. Thus you have made the commandment of God of no effect by your tradition. Hypocrites, he says, well did Isaiah <laughs> prophesy about you, saying, these people draw near to me with their mouth and honour me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Wow. And in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. 
the, do- the commandments ah. of men, but not the commandments of God. Jesus covers everything, doesn't he? It's so, yeah, it, is, it is so... Just in a few words. Just in a few words. So that honour thy father and thy mother. How different... When you look at gang crime, when you look at all this sort of stuff that's going on, you know, and, and you see what's happening across the world, you know, there there is no respect for elders anymore. You know, there's an upside down kingdom even within the church. We've got leaders that are still in the Moses baskets trying to lead and not listening to the wise of the elders in the congregation. So you have this in church itself. Very it? true. But do you, do you think, let me ask you this question, do you think uh, too much emphasis is put on youth? And All day long. All day. That's why we're in trouble. We're in yeah. trouble in the church because we're looking to the youth because the music industry looks to the youth and yeah. we're trying to use the the baton of the way we dress, the way the way they we're trying to use that, and and you know in the music industry, youth is used all the way through to be the drawing factor. Well, in the gospel, it doesn't; it's nothing whatsoever. You know, it says about the eldership, and and, and if you look at the wise and the learned, even David, he was he was called and anointed but it wasn't his time and his purpose he had to go back to the field so we have a lot of issues in church because of the leadership are too young and they haven't gone through the refiner's fire uh, yeah and we've, so they know, don't understand I come, respect i come back to uh my mate tony who's who's the um youth leader and he's you know tony what mom is saying i think he's uh approaching 50 if he's not already yeah yeah, yeah. But he's the youth leader, and is yeah. uh, the youth in these church? They get so much experience, you know, so much life experience yeah. from him because he's been because he's done the Psalm twenty three. The Lord is my shepherd; yeah. he leads me, he guides me, he strengthens me. He's been through the valley of the shadow of death. He's experienced life. He knows what life is. But when you've got someone, it's yeah, interesting. In Even a Jesus he works in the world. He's got his you know That's business. It. So yeah. if you look at Jesus. Obviously, when he was just, he came into the world. The Bible says, and the world became flesh. And if you were to look in the Gospels of Jesus' early life, Jesus was nurtured and Jesus was looked after by his mum. He didn't jump into ministry at a young age. He wasn't a youth leader. He wasn't leading the youth. You don't see anything about his ministry until he's about 30, 33. Whatever the age was, he wasn't a young person he was a, a gifted and he was nurtured by his mum his mum and dad protected him from herod his mum and this is the living word in the gospel of luke it says a, a dream and a vision came to them get out of this place they mate, looked after him adults need to look after children mate yes very much so very much so and that's a uh, a thing and i think we're, we're going to come on to that in just a second but what you spoke about Ben, about respecting elders and stuff. And mm. it happens within certain cultures. So, that's yeah. that's the truth. But but look what Paul said to Timothy, right? In, in 1 Timothy 5, he says, Do not rebuke an older man, but exhort him as a father, younger men as brothers, older women as mothers, younger women as sisters, with all purity. Right? Wow. Look what he says. And then he goes on, and then he goes on to say... But if anyone does not provide for his own, and especially for those in his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. I've never <laughs> read that before. He's worse than an unbeliever. Yeah. 
That's what he says to Timothy. I tell you what, no wonder the church in the UK is in trouble. In not just in in weak doctrine, but actually in attitude, in who we put behind pulpits. How many people in pulpits and leadership have attitude problem that will will do you know the biggest and the greatest leaders in church are the elders, the the men and women sitting in congregations that are over a certain age that have lived life and when I say lived, they have lived life, but they have seen redemption through their failings. And it's interesting that you, you, I've listened to many, many preaching and many sermonising from young preachers, and you can tell that they, they are not mature. They might be able to deliver a theological message, but what you need more than theological, you need, you need the application of the disciples, what they had. They, look at Paul. He said, we despaired of life itself. When you when you read and study these these guys, they were they was mature in age. That Christ Christ was brought up in a household, and he did not do any youth ministry. He went straight to the cross. But he's had thirty years. Thirty he? years of being brought up because he lived at home. And and the thing is with uh, with Jesus, obviously he's got his physical. Yeah. parents but he's had 30 years of sown into his heavenly father hasn't he? so so you see a you see the man christ jesus being obedient to all these scriptures when he says i'm doing the will of he said in the garden not my will we look at that spiritually we look at that physically he was honoring what the father's message was the father's will so there we have all the way to the cross Jesus honouring the Father. Honouring the Father. The it, Father's uh, will. It's it just But then we enter into it, another yeah, conversation. When you, when you look at that, it just it just so opens to, it all up. Yeah. It? So to honour a parent or a or a parent, a mum or a dad, if you that parent needs to be in the word of God. Because if the parent isn't in the word of God, I know we all sinned and fallen short of that glory, but this is a really difficult one because you can, oh goodness, how do you word it? You can only honour, you got, yeah, it's like Joshua, isn't it? Joshua, as a leader, came under Moses and he he listened and followed. He did not step out of line in any time of his leadership until Moses, and God had to say to him, Moses is dead, now Joshua. So there's respect and there's honour. Yeah, there's uh, you know I I think it, it, there's respect and honour for your parents, and it's a very very difficult one for a lot of people, a lot of men. Mm. I mean, I know it is for a lot of women, but and I, I my my thing is that I, we deal with a lot of guys and uh, and for a lot of men growing up, their father. You, there's some horrendous stories yeah, of, of what yeah. their father sure. done to them, yeah. uh, and that yeah, leaves a yeah. scar. And a, and a lot of uh, a lot of men I know struggle. They, they believe in Jesus all day long, and they believe in the Holy Spirit, but loving God the Father because of their relationship with their own father, they struggle. They struggle. That's what we call we hit a wall of not forgiving. And the key is forgiveness. The key totally is forgiveness. And there's a, there's a, but there's a scripture, and I can't put my hand on it right now, but it's in, it's in one or two Corinthians, I'm not sure. But it says, 
it says we have 10,000 preachers and teachers, but no fathers. No so fathers. the church yeah, the church has not modelled what no, a father should be. Because it's come away from the Ten Commandments. Should it, The church should model what a father should be. And if the older guys in the church should then be mentors to younger guys. So yeah. even if... Even if your earthly father relationship is not great, you should have um, a spiritual a mentor. Father. Got to be careful how we use it. Yeah, no, but a mentor, I'd yeah, say, because yeah. a spiritual father is your is, heavenly father is a, yeah, yeah. All, all day mm. long. But many men just can't get over that fact that you know. I, I could, there's some horrendous stories. Of beatings, there's some horrific uh, and, stories. And, and, Everything has gone on. It's gone on. With but when we when we drill back and we pull it, pull it all back, we come to I've got to forgive. There is yeah, and that, that, and that's not easy. No, us. no. But look what Jesus said to his father on the cross: "Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do." So, so that conversation there, forgive them, for they know. So God. Had to forgive yeah. what they was doing, even though it was a deliberate plan of salvation. Yeah, it's a good point, Ben. Uh, what I'd say to someone who has a a real scar with their earthly yeah. father, yeah. and um, I'd say follow Jesus. You got to follow Jesus because he will lead you to the Father, to the heavenly Father. And when you like, and there's healing in Jesus. There's and it's, it's a lifetime well, journey, though. Let me tell you, I don't know who my biological father is. I've got some sketchy thing about him being in the military and, and I know he's, he's dead a long time ago. But I don't know who my biological father was, but, you know, I followed, I followed Jesus to yeah. my heavenly father and yeah. when you're in his arms and the mm. love that he gives yeah. you, you don't want to be anywhere else. So, yeah. so I think that comes down to the will, doesn't it? The will of the father. When you realise who you are in Christ, well, forgiveness comes because we're battling with masculinity and the caveman attitude of you can't cry, you can't have emotions, you can't do this, you can't do that. Jesus cried. Jesus cried. Well, he cried drops of blood, didn't he? He cried that much. He was in that much anguish. But the world tells you that you've got to be so tough, so manly. But it's it's the Father, our Heavenly Father's will that we come back to him. That's correct. And the only way we can come back to him is through Jesus Christ. So it's Jesus-centred all the I way through. I am the way, the life, the truth. No one comes to the Father except through me. He didn't mm. say, oh, that's the way to the Father. This is the way to the Father. He said, I am the way to the I'm Father. I'm the filter system. I'm the way to the Father. Come to Bring me. Bring to me all your problems and troubles. Yeah. I will give you rest, but I'll also lead you to the Father. Yeah. Follow Jesus to the Father. And understand this. Look, look. I have a little poem here that I want to read out, Ben. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting. Um, I, this came out of that, that book, um, A Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. Yeah, and yeah. It, it, it's, I've, I've read it a few times to, to fellas, and, and they kind of, it kind of, they kind of understand. Uh, sure. It makes it clear. So, it says this, it says, you are who you are for a reason. You're part of an intricate plan. You're a precious and perfect, unique design called God's special woman or man. You look like you look for a reason. Our God made no mistake. He knit you together within the womb. You're just who he wanted to make. And this is the big one. The parents you had were the ones he chose. And no matter how you may feel, they were custom designed with God's plan in mind and they bear the master's seal. 
He says, no, that trouble you faced was not easy, and God wept that it hurt your soul. But it was allowed to shape your heart so that into his likeness you grow. You are who you are for a reason. You're formed by the master's rod. You are who you are, beloved, because there is a God. Now, powerful. the big thing in there is that your parents are the ones that God chose for you. Now, some people may... May you know Be you may livid. hate your father. Absolutely livid at this, yeah. hearing that. Yeah, can't stand mum, dad fighting all their life. But all without that. them too, you would not be born. Now, if oh. you you know, we live in a world. We live in a fatherless generation. We have yeah. cultures that that are baby mamas all over the place. But yeah. you know, without oh. that man and that woman, you would not have been formed. Correct. Your path may be very, very difficult. It may be hard, and forgiveness mm. is not easy. But if you can bring yourself to forgive, first of all, a parent who's who's wronged you, and then forgive yourself, that's an accelerator. You've catapulted yourself yeah. right over it. So, yeah. so even if people go, "Well, I haven't actually got a father. I don't even know who my father is." Follow Jesus, talk to Jesus, and he will take you to the father wow. of all fathers. Wow. So it doesn't matter if I haven't got an earthly father, no. a physical, even if I haven't got a photo, doesn't know where, whoever they may be. Really, that is irrelevant because the father of fathers, the father uh, is in heaven. Your father <laughs> is in heaven. Here's and it's deal, through man. Jesus. Here's the deal with that. How many times... Do we ever ask our father, what do you think of me? Yeah. Now, no matter what your earthly father says, you might say you're a loser, he might say you'll never achieve anything, he might have, might have never said he believed in you, your heavenly father's not going to say that. So what does Jesus say? What does the word say? Who does he say I am? Look what he said to his son. That's my son that I'm well pleased with. Does God call us? Does God punish us? Oh, our Heavenly Father is not going to say, we never thought you'd make anything. You're a, no, he, he, you're a use. No, he's going he's to say, we love you. The prodigal. Got work for you. We don't like some of the stuff you get involved in. We don't like, but, you know, get the forgiveness, the repentance, come to me. Come to me. Come to me through my son, Jesus Christ. Come to me. That's, who, that's why I've given him to you. Yeah. For yeah. salvation. But you have to do your part. Yeah. You have to. And where does my part start? Where does it start? It starts with Jesus. It's this simple. Please, Lord, help me. Help me to forgive. Because when I forgive, honour and respect comes across all the platforms of everything. When, when I ask for it comes to the point I have to go to the cross of Calvary because I can't honour anyone, I can't be respectful until I have the inner me dealt with. And it, I know many, many men that have uh, come to break that generational stuff and, and start to love their own yeah. families and that's another thing we can come on to. But, but they've manage to find it within themselves they can't do it without the holy spirit listen you cannot you, you can't. cannot find forgiveness yeah. for something that's hurt you so bad without the holy spirit you no, can't you, can't. you it, can't do it in the flesh what it does it does the opposite it gets you bitter 
It gets you frustrated. That's what the flesh wants. It gets you angry. It wants you to pay back. So there is no honour. There is no honour to no one because you are driven by by anger and you are driven by frustration and you are driven by your flesh rather than forgiveness has to happen to all of us for us to move forward. I always remember that... um uh, the talk, the talk that uh, I think uh, I read somewhere with Corey Tenboom. She was uh, the, the lady that. Uh, oh yeah, that what a story! Saw a, a family um, um, executed at, in, in the before your camps, eyes, before her eyes, and she was speaking on forgiveness once. And when she finished, a guy walked forward, and she recognised him instantly oh. as one of the guards the guard. in the concentration camp who'd taken her family to be executed. And he looked and he said eyeball to her, to eyeball. Is this forgiveness for me? There's uh, silence. It's, and, it she was quite, silence. and she was quite, she was quite honest. You know, I could not forgive this guy. Without? Without the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit. The Holy you Spirit. The Spirit it. of God. You know, these things that have been done to men and, and women, is you know... You cannot, but once I've seen, I've seen the light come on, and once that forgiveness is, yeah, is is given, if you like, then I've seen miraculous things happen because the fathers, yeah, come to the faith, they come to the Lord, they see the difference in you. So suddenly, the suddenly. family unit, everything is healed. But it's it, healed. it always comes back. So I can't have. Honor, I can't have respect. I can't have uh, faith. I can, but it's not what I think it is. I, I become religious. I become angry. I can't honor my elders in any area. That's why I think we have so much carnage within the UK. Is that we're leaderless in in the world in church. There's no honour. There's no disrespect. Why? Why are you saying that, that Ben? I, I, I put I put my life on the line. Is because the Ten Commandments have been taken out. Because if if they are preached and line by line precept t- sermonised and uh, just read through and prayed over in prayer meetings in Bible studies, we don't need any other manual. We don't need another manual from the other side of the transatlantic. Preachers, we need the Ten Commandments. That's it. If I want my, the Bible says, bring a child up in the way that it should go. If if you look at Jesus, Jesus honoured his mum. Very interesting. He didn't worship her. He honoured her. He honoured her. And these things aren't about conscience, although you know we've got we have a conscience, but these are commandments. Yeah, they're commandments from God. And if anyone anyone ever says to you. Well, that's for the Old Testament. It's, this, that's it's, a lie. It's, it's wrong. Not, it's a lie. We've, Jesus continually picked yeah. from the Ten Commandments it and is. said stuff. Jesus, you know? they're always pulling from the Ten. They're always pulling out the Ten Commandments. They're always drawing on yeah. the word that was given. And he is the word. He is the king. You know, so with honour and respect, respect your elders, your your mum and your dad. But then there's another another area where we haven't, I feel like I haven't even said or, or brought anything really to the table on this because it is such a deep dive. And then it says, may, uh, and it says, so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God has given you. So this affects my being. 
it affects your being because listen if you've got hatred unforgiveness or dishonor or uh, unforgiveness it churns it me away. it eats me like a cancer Look, what it, does nelson mandela say about resentment you know he, yeah. he said nelson uh, nelson mandela said about resentment it's like drinking poison and hoping the other person gonna die. dies so it eats you away from the inside it's so it's me so it, it all comes really back to me it all comes back to self doesn't it it you comes know, back to what happens is ben if you uh, if your father uh, because Regard whether um, people, men are gonna men and women or hate this, but you do look to what your father or mother says to you. You know, it you does do. it impacts. It has in. So if you, I mean, look, I've known men who waited forty years for their dad to say, "I'm proud of you, son." Yeah. So if that has one or two effects on you, it can either make send you into a, into a, a tailspin and and you you, you become hard no and you become yeah, yeah you just got no confidence. Um, and Inward you, focus. You, you bounce here, there, and everywhere. No you stability. Know, uh, you're looking for validation from from, it, from, from wherever mm. you know. Uh, and 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 you know the Christian faithful will give you a bit of validation. You know here, there, and everywhere. They'll put you up. They will give you a microphone. You know, and all but of a sudden empty. it's talking about you. It's empty Jesus. though, isn't it? It's empty. Of course it is. Or you go the other way, Ben, where where you go. I'm gonna. I'm going to show him. I'm going to show him that that uh, I'm, I'm more than that. But you'll never ever because no. you'll reach a certain level, and then you want to do some more, and then you want to do some more because all you ever wanted was for your that parent to say, "Well done, well done, son." And what and, did God uh, say? Yes, yeah. What that, did God say? Totally it, Ben. That's totally but it. But then, very interestingly, God said, "This is my son that I'm well pleased with," and then the spirit came down as a dove, anointed, filled. So what does that tell us? If you're a father or a mother or a parent or grandparent out there, what does that tell us? We've got to do to our children, our grandchildren, anyone around us, what does it tell us? It tells us very clearly that we have to be respectful to the child. We have to speak to the child in words of affirmation. And it's not so much of controlling and why are they doing wrong all the time? Because there could be a lack of love. They want attention, and any and attention, they want attention is good attention. They, we have to encourage. We have to tell these we're, our, yeah. our, our kids that we yeah. love them. I think this is a dangerous word to mention: ADHD and all that stuff. I think there is so much stuff around in all this labelling because we are lacking parenting, biblical parenting, because children are hungry. I need to be loved. I, I need the Father always showed the love to Jesus. Ben, it, I just I just think you're you're right, and I think it's huge, and and I think in, within within uh, our faith, when mm. we're not majoring on biblical parenting, no, we're not majoring. We got two dads, shine two the dads, lights, does it? Eh? You got two dads bringing a child up. You got two women bringing a child up. You've got so much going on. When actually the Bible takes it clear, Joseph had a responsibility to Jesus, Mary had a responsibility to Jesus. They protected him, they fed him, they watered him. It needs to be mum and dad. It, I'm afraid, whatever way you look at it, it can't be Steve and Steve. It can't be that. And I'm being very I'm being very respectful to everybody out there that this big drum that is coming against the church, parenting 
can only be done by mum and dad. And I will probably be ripped to shreds on a lot of things that I say. But the biblical, biblical, even when you look at the science of it. The biblical format of the family is is exactly because a lady is made different to a man, and I'm not referring to the physical. I'm referring to the inner makeup, the inner, the nurturing. A man cannot bring up a child in the way of nurturing like a mum can. A mum cannot bring up a child in the same way that a dad can. So the two need to go together. So we 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 have. we have problems across our society we now, do where, where, we, where we have a lot, a lot of single parent families and that's really tough um, I remember watching a thing with a guy called Louis Farouk he he, he, um, he does investigated journalism yeah. and uh, he was in a place called Milwaukee in the United States which in that, yeah, yeah. that time was the murder capital of, of the states I think it's Chicago now but, uh, and he had a group of young 16 year old black mm. lads and, mm-hmm. and he said to them um, what does your father think of, of you you know and they all laughed and they all said, "My mummy's my father." This is this is yeah. the way we got. And they did a study. There was a a, a group of um, um, herd of elephants out, out in Africa. This is just crazy. Uh, and uh, these elephants, they're normally elephants uh, are in a tight family unit. You yeah. know, you've yeah, got yeah. elders mm. and you've got that. But these herds were going off. They were they were smashing things up. They were wild. Yeah. And when they looked at it, all the older elephants, all the big bull elephants, had been killed by poachers. Wow. And so all they got was the teenage youth growing up, and they had no guidelines. They had no That's it. M- mentors. We, this is what we need, and it's sadly missing within the Christian world. Yeah. And if it's missing within the Christian world... Is that it a mirror? So people will go, well, okay, I haven't got an earthly father. Well, Christ, biologically and through science and all the stuff that goes with that joseph his dad was his stepfather but jesus still respected so you don't have to have the same blood running through your body to call yourself a father so when you look at jesus jesus we understand the immaculate conception we get that we understand that we believe in that but when you look at joseph joseph was his earthly father as in in the way that he brought him up he brought him up in in a father figure like so for those that don't have that father and for those that are under the stepfather area or the step you know it's it doesn't need to have the same blood in the veins it's about love care and respect joseph when you look at joseph the way he treated jesus his son as in what we understand and all that but he wasn't his biological dad yeah we that's so we we respect we honor yeah jesus um, honored him and if there is issues that we need to Mm. forgive yeah then we find the strength of the holy spirit to to forgive and move forward because I, i i would tell you now if there's unforgiveness that's what it comes down to. If there's on every one of us, I can't do this text that we're looking at. Verse twelve: yeah. Honor thy father and mother, so that it, uh, so uh, you may live long. So it pushes it back onto me. It won't affect them, 
in 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 all them ways, but what it really does, it affects me. Well, I was it's me. I was brought up by a stepfather, and there wasn't a lot of love there. You know, it really. It, I won't go into it. You know, but I just, I, it didn't. I just got on with it. But it made me quite a cold-hearted yeah, yeah. person, and yeah. um, until I found some faith, and and then you know, the Bible says he breaks our hearts of stone, doesn't it? So, and um, I was watching uh, as you do the God Channel, <laughs> the God Channel oh, yeah. one day, just for and, a bit of fun. And, yeah, and um, someone was on there, and they were talking about you. God won't move you on to the next level if there's yes. unforgiveness That's still in your heart. Yeah. yeah. So what happened was, um, very briefly, I didn't think much of that. Uh, you know, I came back from, I was doing a bit of work, came back from the work, switched the telly on again, the God channel was on, the same person Bang. was on, same spot, right? So I thought, oh, you're talking, talking to me, where's this unforgiveness in my heart? Well, I realised there was I was holding on to some from my stepfather. Um, so I went up to see him and um, uh, and told him, and it, I, I don't advise anybody doing this, but I just confronted him and said, "Look, I forgive you for the stuff that you've yeah, done." Yeah. And he was a bit shocked; he wasn't, he couldn't, couldn't remember or didn't want to remember some of the stuff that went. Um, but what happened then was about six months late, later, he contracted leukemia and. Uh, because I'd forgiven him, I was able to go up and see him, speak to him about the Lord, and and uh, he, you know, he made a verbal commitment where it took him. I don't know there and then, but you know, I, I, I you know, I have to believe that. Yeah, of course. He, he followed that through. He's and, following and, uh, Jesus. Yes, but but without that, without that, so the trigger without point that forgiveness was the cross, because that it was the cross all the time. So you come, so that these commandments. All the time, every one of them take us where? To the cross. To the cross. So nothing can be achieved without the cross. And what we mean by the cross, and we're not lifting it up as a religious, religious, a religious symbol, what we are referring to is the one that went to the cross. It takes you to Jesus Christ. Every scripture, every commandment, honour, wh- whatever one you are looking at, it always takes you to Jesus. Yeah. And, and that's the that's the center. Jesus has to be the center. But there are many people that have gone to the religious cross that are still struggling because well, they haven't gone to exactly. You know, you can uh, you can be uh, you can be baptized. You can be in a church, but you ain't got that relationship with Jesus. You know. And are we coming to land? What's the time? We're, you're almost in Ibiza. Fifty. <laughs> 51 minutes we've Whoa, cruised and do you know what Simon it feels like I haven't I haven't, I sit, we haven't scratched, I haven't scratched it but as we come into land on this one mm. as we come into as finished Benny's exactly right if you've not got that relationship with Jesus and and I'll just bring you back to Richard really when we came in back to Richard as we came in who said all I want to do is follow Jesus and the look and the countenance and the light that was shining out of him Mate, brings a tear to your eye. It does bring a tear to your eye, doesn't it? Because everything, the scriptures that you've read out, and honestly, they've like gone over my head today because this is such a deep dive. But every time you look at the Ten Commandments, you can't do any any of them without Jesus. The religious way, every way has to be Jesus. Well, so how do we wrap you wrap this up come on we're, we're, we're back in we'll be back in uh, the Ten Commandments next week we might even spend a bit more time in this one but yeah. we'll see what our Lord gives us in the week but the next one is um, 
<laughs> Thou shall not murder. See, oh, so <laughs> goodness gracious and, and, me. And Jesus said, "Even calling your brother a fool, you're in danger, doesn't he?" So oh, you're in tra- <laughs> I tell you what, when you really <laughs> unpack the Ten Commandments, yeah, <laughs> everything has just been. I've done all of them. They've all, they're all done. <laughs> they're well, all done. Yeah. The, you know, my bucket list is I've failed every one of them. Jesus has gone. Yeah, you have, but but redemption. Yeah. Yeah. I think the big thing that's come out of day, Ben, more than anything else, is that we can't do this stuff in the flesh. We can't no. do this stuff without the Holy Spirit. We can't do this stuff without Jesus. And if you're struggling today, I'm serious out there. If you're struggling today, with any stuff, any historical stuff that's gone on with your parents, yeah. then please, with the power of the Holy Spirit, forgive and follow Jesus, and he'll lead you to the Father. And please, you know, I can't... We we wrote a chapter in the, in, in the book that we, we did called The Father's Arms. Yeah. Get yeah. to the Father's Arms. Follow Jesus to the Father. It's not a pub. It's the Father's Arms. He's our Heavenly Father. And um, I'd say just, just follow him. And... Um, yeah, uh, if you want to know much more, if you've got any little testimonies, anything, then then get in touch with us. At um, you know where to get in touch. You with know, us. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Amen. You can find us on Buzzsprout, Spotify. My voice is going. <laughs> Hashtag Christian Straight Talk, <coughs> Alexa, Amazon Music, so many other platforms. Have a great day. God is with you. Never give up hope. Come on, let's follow the word Never of God. Never give up. Be encouraged. Yeah. God bless. Amen.